I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Welcome in New York Game Day. Just like the gentleman said, Anita Marks with you, Matthias Kiwanuka, giant great. Former Super Bowl champion, defensive lineman, joins us here at 8 a.m. How you doing, Kiwi? I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? Um, I'm great. I, I've been battling something the last two days, but I feel like I've yeah. turned the corner. Yeah. You know? It's about, it's about that time. It, it is. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, you know, you hear people say, I never get sick. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those people. I really never get sick. And so when I'm feeling under the weather, weather I'm, I'm like a dude. Because you dudes, when you dudes are sick, you guys are like little babies. You want your, mo- you want your mamas. So hey. um, you know it. Hey. Come on. You, you, hey, when you're, when you're carrying a big load, you, you can't take any time <laughs> off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, but, I, but I feel like I've turned the corner. So, so that's, a, that's a good thing. I'm excited to be on the show with you. Um, we've, we've got a, a lot planned here for today. Um, the voice of the Texans, Mark Vandermeer, is going to be joining us in about 30 minutes. We'll do a deep dive into the Texans and what we can expect from them. Word is that Brandon Cooks, along with Nico Collins, uh, are going to be active. Of course, we heard uh, Wink Martindale talk about uh, David Pierce earlier today and uh, just how he, he's got, he runs so angrily right um so so we'll do a deep dive in, into the texans with mark excited to get him on the program we'll have kiwis kiwis keys to the game for you in this first hour as well we'll hear from jordan renan who does a phenomenal job covering the giants as well he's going to be joining us in the second hour i'll have my locks of the week again a reminder went two and one last week so i'm sitting at 22 and five on the season hey now um harvey did the math that's uh, over 80%, so that's kind of unheard of. Uh, Mike T, Mike Tannenbaum, joins us on the show at the top of the, uh, the 10 o'clock hour. We'll dive into a lot of news, especially Jeff Saturday getting hired as head coach for the Colts. Um, the NFL in Germany, and apparently there's more of that to come. Um, so, uh, so really, uh, again, a great show lined up for you. And on for an extended 30 minutes, not you, you you can you could go on your merry way at 11 a.m. Uh, I'm on until 11:30 this morning here on 98.7 ESPN. Just a reminder, we've got a morning game as well, and so uh, in about an hour and a half, you've got the Seattle Seahawks uh, kicking off against the Tampa Bay Bucks. First game uh, in uh, in Germany, so that's going to be really really exciting. So, uh, like I said, a lot going on. Phone lines are always open, 800-919-3776. So, Kiwi, as always, let's dive into what's going on with the Giants. Uh, They're coming off of a bye. Share with our listeners out there, you know, you're coming off of a bye. What, what happens? Where, where, where do you find the advantage for a team coming off of a bye, going up and playing against a team that is not? Where's the advantage lie? You're, you're rested. So physically, the the players themselves should feel rested. There's usually a game plan. You try to map it out. If you have an injury, you're you're working in conjunction with the training room, and and they're trying to to do things to set you up 
to be ready to come back from the bye healthy. So it's a it's a big point of emphasis for uh, physical injuries for the players. But then you also have uh, time for coaches to to you know maybe take a day or two away, and you'd be surprised during the season how much literally just taking one 24-hour period away from football can can revive the coaching staff. Um, but then they also have the ability to to look at different things. So they self-scout a lot. So there's going to be a lot of emphasis put on uh, what have we been doing? What is out there that's obvious that, that maybe we need to correct or patterns that we are creating that we need to change in order to be successful going on um, the rest of the rest of the way. Um, so those are the main things for, for players like, you know, your, your body should be healthy. You know, for the majority of guys, they understand this is not a time to go party and, and do whatever. There's always a, you know, you know, it's, it's NFL young guys. I can't say anything bad about it. You do need some take some time off and, and go have fun. But uh, for the most part, you're trying no, to take no, care of your body. No trips, no trips down to Miami, hanging out on a boat or anything like that. Nah, nah. Right? I mean, I, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think, I think if you if you have a legit bye week and you want to spend a day or two, I'm I'm all about it. You know, go. You can go and come back. Right. Social media has been able to to blow things way out of proportion. But for decades, guys, you need you need some uh, some mental clarity you need to space yourself out from the game for like i said for like a day or two um but then you need to come back and you need to start getting you know your your uh, treatment and everything getting ready for the rest of the season because there's no more breaks coming and if you're trying to make a super bowl push like this will be the last time that you've had some downtime uh giants in in a really tremendous opportunity here to to make it to the postseason uh of course you've got the philadelphia eagles in their division who's undefeated um, and they're going up against the Washington Commanders on Monday night. The Dallas Cowboys, they're in Green Bay today, taking on Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, the Giants coming off of a bye, taking on the, uh, the, the, the Houston Texans. So, obviously, uh, the Giants, with a more favorable matchup, they're sitting at 6-2. and two. Um, I do believe the Eagles win the division, but the, the, the Giants have a really good opportunity here to win some more games and potentially make it into the postseason as a wild card, especially since the NFC is uh, nowhere close to what we're seeing, how competitive the AFC has been this season. So with that being said, um, this, uh, this team, uh, the straw that stirs this drink, obviously, is Saquon Barkley. He's just been absolutely remarkable. And... Um, and, and now with a really juicy matchup today, Kiwi, uh, this is a, a Texans team. They're, they're the second worst rushing defense in the NFL. They have the most missed tackles of any team in the NFL. They play a very soft zone. Their linebackers can't cover. I'm expecting a huge game for Saquon Barkley today. Are you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's part of what I said. Like He should be rested. The game plan should be, you know, fresh you know it should be something that everybody can get but you know when you're going up against a team like this this is this is an opportunity for him to to let loose have some fun you know like gather the guys around they should be up early on in the game and it should be a different type of feel and different type of atmosphere in terms of playing from ahead and and being able to you know sustain it the entire game um you know also daniel jones uh you know an opportunity we've been seeing it uh, him progress in this Brian Dable offense and really now I think really being able to digest it and execute it and um, you know and, and, and it all coming together for them offensively also word is that uh, Kenny Galladay more than likely is going to be active how attractive is he going to be I mean there's some talk and speculation that he's really lost a few steps and, and he's not able to kind of create that separation between him and some of the DBs uh, but I'm I'm really intrigued to see what Wondell Robinson can do as uh, they start the second half of the season 
and uh, and to see what this offense can do. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, going up against Davis Mills, one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks uh, in, in the NFL, not not a lot of weapons here. And in fact, there was some talk and speculation they were going to trade Brandon Cooks at the trade deadline. Of course, that didn't happen. He was disgruntled. You know, he said, listen, you know, he wanted to get traded. He wanted to go to a team that would give him a better opportunity to win some games and possibly compete in the postseason. But he is now back on the team. And Brandon Cooks, as well as Nico Collins, dealing with a groin injury, is expected to be active today. So what do you expect from this Giants defense? Uh, you know, this is this is a a test of your maturity and your professionalism. So when you're going up against a team that's had significant struggles, you'll be able to watch them on film and you understand how you can defeat them and you know that you you outmatch them. Now it becomes a test of like how 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 well prepared are you mentally and physically to go in there and to and to get a win with the understanding of this is the game that we're supposed to win. It's a different feel. When you when you're playing from that underdog's place where it's like, you know, we we definitely got to get this da, da da da. Everybody's bought in, everybody's sold in. Now, there's a group of guys who are always going to be professional, they're always going to be bought in and sold in, but there are a group of guys who need to be led in situations like this. So I'm hoping to see um, zero mistake or as few mistakes come out of this game as possible because that's what you're looking for to set yourself up for the rest of the season. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. We've got Nick and Matt. Uh, you guys hold tight. We'll get you on the opposite end. Also, when we get back, uh, I, I do want to talk about both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Uh, in in that in this bye week, uh, neither of them came away with any kind of success in contract talks. Whether it's uh, Saquon Barkley or or Daniel Jones. In fact, Daniel Jones said that uh, there were no discussions between his camp and and Joe Shane, which is really surprising to me. I was I was on I was hosting my show yesterday, and I had a number of Giants fans who called in to say, "What's the rush?" So I want to dive into this conversation with you when we get back, and also we will open up the phone lines. Giants fans, you know, are, are you surprised? Are you surprised uh, that, A, an extension deal conversation was not uh, even had with Daniel Jones, let, a, let alone um, completed uh, or, or had any success or um, moving forward with Saquon Barkley? 800-919-3776. We'll dive into, into all of that and more when we get back here on New York Game Day. 98.70. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Again, voice of the Houston Texans, Mark Vandermeer is going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. Excited to get him on, but 
Uh, Kiwi, before we do, uh, let's talk big picture here, the future of the Giants. And, and let's start first and foremost with, with Daniel Jones. Curious to, to see if you and I are on the same page here. I know Daniel doesn't blow anybody away in regard to his statistics, right? He's not out there throwing the ball, you know, a gazillion times for, uh, you know, 350 yards and five touchdowns. But that's great for fantasy football, okay? Uh, what, what Daniel brings to the equation is he has single-handedly helped win at least three games this season, whether it's completing a pass to, uh, to Slayton to move the chains, setting Graham Gano up uh, with a, a better, in better field goal position, um, or running the ball, 12 to 15 yards to move the chains and allow the, the, the time to expire um, or rushing for a touchdown late in a game. Like, you know, what he's, what he's been able to do in this offense has really been fantastic. So to me, what, like, I, I just feel like I've seen enough. If I'm the Giants, I've seen enough. Like, I, like, I, like conversation is happening with me and the Daniel Jones camp to agree on some type of extension, whether it's three years, $25 million a year, um, let's let's get the deal done because it's evident. A uh, Daniel is a much better quarterback under Brian Dable's uh, tutelage and in this offense. And you know you could still go out and draft a quarterback and let that that quarterback season behind Daniel Jones. And and then and then you make a decision. That that's 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 what I would be doing. Curious to get your thoughts. Yeah, same way. I mean. I had seen enough earlier on in the in the season. You know, we we're kind of joking about getting him paid and getting him paid early on. Um, I think it, people underestimate how difficult it is to replace a franchise quarterback. So I, I believe that they should be looking to to get something done. Now, it's also there's also a financial component to it that you know we don't understand how they're trying to set up this team moving forward. What do they want to look like? But because he's probably not going to command one of the top salaries out there, I feel as though this is an opportunity to start locking in the pieces now and then continue to secure um, the pieces around him so that he could continue to get better. Because said, I said this last year, there is no way for us to really evaluate Daniel Jones up until this year with you know, specifically the way that the offensive line had been playing, you know, in early on his career. And then you talk about all the coaching changes. So this is, in my opinion, Daniel Jones starting from scratch. This is the beginning. This is his floor. And I believe his ceiling is very high and they should take care of the deal. Yeah. I mean, and, and, but I, I, I got calls yesterday again on, on my afternoon show, you know, what's the rush, Anita? What, what has he proven? And I'm like, are you not watching the games? Like, are you not like, are you like, it's night and day. What what what's happening here with him? Right, less turnovers. Um, he only he only has four giveaways this season. Athletic, deep ball accuracy. Dude's tough. Um, I I just I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what more people need to see. Um, in, in regard to Saquon Barkley, um, I, I think what and, and again, uh, um. Joe Shane's job is above my, my pay grade. So this is just my two cents. And I think that they should, so I think they they should offer a contract extension for Daniel Jones. Again, three years, somewhere around 22, $25 million a year and, and franchise tag Saquon Barkley. But I know you feel differently uh, because of what that message would be in the locker room. I'd love for you to elaborate on that. 
Yeah, it's just it's really difficult. I understand that there is a front office mentality and then there's a, a player's mentality. And when I look at players and, and their contracts, I tend to revert back to a player's mentality, which is, you know, what he's done for this organization, what he's already been through. And then also when you watch him on the field, you know, on the sidelines and, and, and everything, he's a leader. So he's he brings a lot more than just his rushing yards to the table. Without him, you might be able to replace It'd be difficult, but even if you could replace the yards that he's giving you or the, the carries or the touches, it's going to be hard to replace him as a leader, as a as an elder statesman on the, on the team and somebody who everybody looks up to and respects. And I just think if you're going to do the guy that everybody respects like this, you're going to have problems down the line, you know, with guys who you're going to want to try to resign or try to want to come back. They're looking at it from a different angle. Listen, he can literally go out there and give your all, you know, break ligaments and or tear ligaments and break bones and not be um, appreciated in the way that they should. So for me, I just feel as though it would send a good message to the rest of the team if they were able to get something done and keep both of these guys happy, but specifically Saquon because of his leadership and what he's done for this team. 800-919-3776, the phone number. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's go to your calls. Let's kick it off with, uh, with Nick in New Jersey. Nick, welcome in. Nick, you there? Anita, what's up? Hi. You are the GOAT, best in the business, listen every week. I love your show. Oh, that's very nice, Nick. Thank you. Um, so I started 0-6. I won the last three, so I'm hanging on by a string, so I, I need the best I can do. I have Hurts. I picked up uh, Fields this week. Am I crazy to start Fields over Herbert? And I also like Mooney this week as a, as a possible stack, if that makes a difference. You you mean are you crazy to start Fields over Hertz, not Herbert, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Fields yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Nick, thank you for the compliments. I appreciate it. Uh, no, I, I would I would go. I would stick with Hertz, uh, and and you know what they're able to do on that offense. It's just it's just it's it's ridiculous, right? Kiwi, what what the Eagles have been able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I, I just. I've been talking undefeated season for three weeks now. Now, okay, so now now other people are talking undefeated season. <laughs> I jumped on the undefeated season when, when it was 15 to 1. Mm-hmm. Now it's 10 to 1. Those are your odds, okay, um, in regards to if you do believe that the Eagles will go undefeated. And if you think they'll go undefeated and win a Super Bowl, I got that at 32 to 1. It's now 22 to 1. Mm. Just, FY, just FYI. How, how hard... How hard is it on a scale of one to I mean on a scale of one to ten, Kiwi? I mean, you know, listen, any given Sunday, uh, we saw the movie. I was actually an extra in that movie. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, they filmed it down in Miami. So, um, yep, it was fun. Um, so, how hard is it to go undefeated? It's, it's extremely hard because. Um, when you talk about trying to go undefeated, it's not just the, the starters versus the other team starters. When you get later on in the season, you start trying to prepare for a Super Bowl run, and the, the, the issue becomes, do you want to preserve this record or make this you know, achieve this milestone, or do you want to win a Super Bowl? So in order for a team to go undefeated, yeah, the starters need to go out there and they need to you know perform every single week, which the Eagles have done. But as you get later on in the season, there's going to be some guys who are maybe nicked up and injured. And once you start crossing that threshold, okay, like we've we've achieved this, we've accomplished, we're we're playoff bound. Okay, now we've got home field advantage, or now we've got this and that, and all those things start to fall off the table. 
coaches and trainers and, and front office staff, they have to look and say, hey, is it worth it to have this individual out there on the field to chase this undefeated season? Or do we try to win a championship? And I feel like most people's mentality ends up becoming, hey, let's let's go win a championship. So what happens is now you're going to have guys who are asked to come and fill in who haven't been playing the entire season. You're going to see a lack of continuity towards the end once every obstacle has been you know achieved once once they're already in the playoffs and they've achieved home field advantage and 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 whatnot um that's where the difficulty comes in are your backups going to be able to go out there and perform at that same level um and i don't know although i mean the way that they're playing right now if that becomes their goal if they decide hey we're going for an undefeated season we're playing to win every single regular season game and then we're going to chase a championship they could they could get it done with the with the team they've put out right right now it's uh, it's it's going to be fun to see how this all transpires uh, in that division uh, because it's become a lot more com- competitive that NFC East than what we first at least what I first uh, imagined coming into uh, this, this. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details here new york game day with mike tannenbaum matthias kiwanuka and anita marks without further ado uh mark vandermeer is joining us uh, he is the voice of the houston texans mark welcome on you're on with anita marks and of course giant great matthias kiwanuka we're thrilled to have you on the program thanks for making time for us how are you hey it's a pleasure to be on looking forward to a good one today yeah, so let's start first and foremost. I mean, I'm excited. A battle of these two running backs, right? Like, uh, we heard Wink Martindale talk about Damian Pierce earlier this week, saying, like, just complimenting him. He hasn't seen a running back run this hard. Did he use Earl Campbell? I think he, re- he, he used the analogy, like Earl Campbell. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then, of course, we know what time it is with Saquon Barkley here. I, you know, talk about Pierce, and he really flew low on the radar prior to the season, and he was immediately picked up on a number of fantasy football teams. Uh, but talk about just how special he is, Mark. Yeah, I like this matchup today. You know, the tail of the tape between the two backs and Barkley, obviously, the veteran, Anita. You know, with Pierce, it's interesting because he's a fourth-round draft choice out of Florida. They didn't use him as much as the Gator fans thought they should have used him in Gainesville. And here the Texans are using him a lot, and for a good reason. He is breaking tackles at a monstrous pace. The guy has an angry run almost every time out. I can't believe he hasn't won the scepter yet, but he's been nominated for 
insiders who know about the good morning football thing mm-hmm. that they give out yep. every week. I just think it's one of those situations where they need him desperately and they use him a lot because their running game last year was nowhere to be found. This year they've got Pierce. He's running mad. He's a wonderful guy to be around. The infectious personality, the great tackle-breaking skills, the ability to jump cut on a dime. He's got it all. He's also a pretty good receiver. They're using him a little bit more in that department as well. So it's fun to watch. I think Earl Campbell, like, let's tap the brakes on that a little bit, but it's a really great start to his career. Mark, great to have you on. We appreciate your time. Um, you mentioned that their run game was non-existent last year, and, and now it's, it's it's been thriving this year. What else needs to be corrected for this organization to get itself going and to, and to not be put in the situation that they're in right now? Well, Matthias, you know, last year I mentioned the no running game. The passing game wasn't really good either, but Davis Mills was playing better last year. And down the stretch in the last five games of the season, he started to really come around. And they only ran the ball well in one of those games. And I think it's a surprise. I always thought if they could get this running game cranked up even a little bit, They'll get play action and all this good stuff feeding off of it. It just hasn't happened yet for them. They're not throwing the ball as well as they did even last year, and that was a four-win team. So that's what has to be corrected quickly. And if they're going to be competitive, they are competitive in these games. If they're going to be competitive in crunch time, they have to be able to throw the football. We all know that in this league. You've got to be able to throw to score, and they need to score in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarters are their kryptonite. They've been in Almost every one of these games going into the fourth quarter, either down three, up three, tied, within four against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they're right there toe-to-toe with them a week and a half ago, but unable to close the deal. They have to throw the ball better, and they know it. Now, you look at the defensive numbers, they're not that pretty at all. I mean, they're, they're not. But they're hanging in there in these games. They just have to find a way to move the thing in the fourth quarter. Well, you you talk about the passing game. Curious to get your thoughts and exactly what went down with Brandon Cooks. You know, what was reported is that he was upset that he didn't get traded at the trade deadline. Uh, Everything that I'm reading is that he's expected back today. And Nico Collins dealing with a groin injury. He's expected back today. But uh, give us some more insight in regard to what happened with Brandon Cooks and what are your expectations for him today against the Giants? Well, I think anytime Brandon Cooks gets on a football field, you're going to get his best effort, and he's one of the better wide receivers in this league. There's no question about it. I've been around the guy a long time, and he plays hard. He plays well. Uh, he, it's surprising when you follow his career path and the trades and everything like that. And, and he really was a breath of fresh air in 2020, 2021. I know this year has this uh, situation with the trade deadline and last week not playing against the Eagles and all of that. But, you know, I expect his best today. The interesting thing is the Mills numbers without Cooks in the lineup are not bad at all. I mean, he didn't play against the Eagles and Mills threw two first half touchdown passes and they're tied with Philly at the break, 14 14. Last year against the Chargers, Cooks doesn't play. The Texans beat the Chargers. And in the second half against the Titans, last game of the regular season, Mills throws three touchdown passes. Cooks was out of the lineup because he got hurt at the break. It's kind of weird that way, but you'd rather have Cooks than not have Cooks just as far as offensive arsenal, weapons. And uh, and he's expected to be out there today, according to reports. So we'll see how it goes. Looking at the, the Texans' schedule, we've got the Giants today, um, then the Commanders, the Dolphins, Browns, and then the Cowboys. Not an easy schedule. How, how do you figure this game plays into how the rest of their season is going to unfold? 
Honestly, I think no matter who they play, just about, no matter who they play, they're going to find a way to be in all these games. These are the young and scrappy Texans. They played 10 rookies against the Eagles. They started as many as eight this year. They are a young team. They got a lot of second-year guys. You mentioned Nico Collins. He's a good receiver, by the way, and they really missed him against Philly. Now, they still have Philip Dorsett, and Chris Moore's been playing well for them, but uh, he'll really help along with Cooks. Uh, I just think they'll find a way to be in this game today because they can run the football and I know the Giants do give up some on the ground so maybe they can move it that way but like I said they have to throw it better but they'll find a way to stay in these games they are shortening games with the running game and trying to play ball control they do have some turnover issues lately but these are close contests and aren't most of them in the NFL you know seldom do we see massive blowouts Uh, you're supposed to be in these games and they are they just have to find a way to execute in the crunch um, Mark, last question for you. You know, we, we were talking about Saquon Barkley, and, and we know that this uh, this Texans rush defense is uh, is is not is not stellar. In fact, I was reading uh, they have the most missed tackles of any team in the NFL. So, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone can stop Saquon Barkley this season. But how do you try to contain him? What are you expecting here? Yeah, they'll do their best. You know, it's funny because it feels like it's been a running back murderer's row that they faced. You know, they've got Sanders last week. They had Derrick Henry the game before that. Henry went crazy against the Texans uh, like he often does. I just they're going to do their best to slow him down. You know, it's like everything else. You try to get into third down and and take your chances with Daniel Jones. And you look at the Giants formulas this year, and it really is about that running game and not turning the ball over. I mean, you guys know better than I do about the lack of turnovers out of Jones this year. So play clean. And, and, you know, Mills has to find a way to not get picked off today, not get strip sacked. But I think the Texans will be able to move it. And you can have a low-scoring game, even though Barkley might be getting his, so to speak, like an NBA game where, all right, if this guy gets 30, that's not okay necessarily, but that doesn't mean we're out of the game. We'll have a chance down the stretch. And I think that's probably how they feel about it because despite all those rushing yards you see allowed by the Texans, again, fourth quarter, they're right there. So, yeah, teams are having their way sometimes running the football, racking up some stats. The point totals haven't been crazy, and that's what you're hoping for today, a chance in the fourth quarter to get over the top, and maybe they can do it. Mark, thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. Really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Anita. Thanks, Matthias. Take care. Have a good one. You got it. Mark Vandermeer, voice of the Houston Texans, with a little insight in regard to what this matchup potentially could be. Uh, The Giants, now that line is back up to five. It opened at five and a half. It it went down to four and a half. Now it's back up to five. The over-under is at 41 and a half. And and just like Mark said, I'm not expecting a lot of points to be put up here in this matchup. My play here is the under, under 41 and a half. And and I just I don't I don't like the the minus four line the minus five line I just doesn't sit well with me I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play a side if you if you if I had to play a side I would play the Texans getting the five points I think this very well could come down to a three point game but I think the play here is the under at forty one and a half when we come back we will dive into Kiwis keys to the game what do the Giants need to do in order to beat the Houston Texans today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Get ready for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. That's right. It's time for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. Stage is yours, my friend. What are the three things that the Giants must do today in order to beat the Houston Texans? So the three things this week are, um, I'm I'm going with the PPP, right? So you have preparation, you have professionalism, and then you have perfection. And why break it down that way? This is a type of game that's pretty much already been won or lost based on how you decided to prepare as a team coming into this week. So you have a bye week, you're playing against a team that you're heavily favored against. It's easy to, to slack on the little things that you did. So when I say preparation, how well did you prepare for a team that you're favored so heavily to, to beat and you had a distraction of a bye week or what could be a distraction of a bye week? When I say professionalism, every professional athlete has their own pro protocol so you have your own way of going about doing things like if you're going to get a massage on this day if you're going to get um you know dry needling or or whatever it is you know get in the sauna get your workout in get extra preparation in the in the uh, in the books did you follow that same protocol that's what being a professional is and then the last P is perfection and execution. You know, it's easy to get out there if you haven't done those first two things right. It's easy to get out there and say, hey, listen, they're, they're not a very good team. Let's just go out there and, and wing it. There's no wing in it in the NFL. You know, one of the things that was that stood out with um, Mark Vandermeer when he said is they have a ten- – not a tendency. They have the ability to speed up the game clock by way of the running game. And that can be scary. If you go into a game like the unprepared and they start running the ball and you're not prepared to stop the run and they start getting some points on the board, you're going to run out of time real quickly because it's not going to be one of those games where there's a lot of clock stop clock stoppages. So this week, it's just PPP. The game's already been won or lost by the time you get off that plane. Did you prepare right? Are you professional enough to, to go through every little detail like you normally do? And can you be perfect in your execution? Wow. Yeah. Um, you, you've, you've got, you've got me wanting to run through a brick wall. So, so, so there's, there's that. Um, I I know we're going to get into, uh, scores and predictions a little bit later, uh, when, when Mike Tannenbaum, of course, joins us on the program at at 10 o'clock, but, um, you know, based on our conversation with Mark and, and your analysis in regard to exactly what this team needs to do, are are you in agreement with me? Do you, are you, are you seeing, uh, less or more points that you think are going to be put less, up here? Le- yeah. Less points, yeah. Because, you know, what he said, it's 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 one of those games where there's just not going to be that many opportunities. And, and when you have two, you know, 
extremely productive run games, that clock runs and runs and runs. And that's, you know, for, for the most part, for coaches and players alike, that's good football. You know, let's go out there, let's, let's run the ball, let's be efficient, and let's get out of here with the win. Um, it's, it's definitely going to be fun to watch, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, we'll kick off hour two of New York game day. Uh, Kiwi and I are going to have a discussion about the Jets. Yes, they're on a bye, but uh, I think it's, you know, uh, important um, that we talk about what they've been able to accomplish already. Really surprising, successful uh, first half of the season and what we can realistically expect from them moving forward for the second half of their season. I'll also have my locks of the week for you heading into week 10. Again, went two and one last week. Um, so I'm 22 and five on the season for locks of the week here on New York Game Day, which uh, I, I can't even believe somebody pinched me. And of course, Jordan <laughs> Renan uh, will join us on the program around 9:40 as well uh, to give us uh, in-depth look at, at what's going on with this Giants team and um, and what we can expect from them today against the Houston Texans. And of course, as always, Mike Tannenbaum joins us at 10 a.m. So an extended version of the show today with you until 11:30. So, um, so that's going to be fun. So still a lot more coming your way. Nita Marks, Matthias Kiwanuka. This is New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks.